You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I'm going to be going over the top seven dating app tips that I have for you to be able to get more dates. And once you're able to work on some of these things, fix these things, in theory, you should be able to help yourself get more dates. A lot of guys, they think they can just put up a profile, throw a few selfies up, and boom, they should be able to get matches. And sometimes you do, but I guarantee you, you're not going to be getting the same amount or maybe even same quality of matches that you would get if you were listening to tips like I'm about to tell you today. So let's implement those. Let's work on this. Let's not be lazy. And let's really make sure we make the most of it. On the last episode, I talked about an approach challenge. So I feel if you really get involved with the approach challenge that I talked about yesterday, and then today we upgrade your dating profile and dating app experience you should be at a good place or have a good start into having two of the most popular ways to meet women optimized, which again is going to be meeting women in person and meeting women online. You know, it's funny because I always say that those are the two ways in person, online. I wonder if there's ever going to be a third one day because for a majority of the creation of the world, there's only been one way to meet women in person. Now it's online. I don't know. Maybe a third way will be we end up all having sex with robots. I hope it doesn't get to that point. I think that that would be very sad. But with AI uh, getting smarter and smarter every single week, it seems like, I was about to say year, but every week, it's just exponentially getting smarter and smarter. I don't know. Maybe we do end up having sex with robots, but I just don't think that's going to be as fulfilling I feel like if you had sex with a robot, you'd probably feel the same exact way if you had sex with a prostitute. I'm guessing, right? Just an empty feeling, not a real connection, and something that just makes you feel a little funny afterwards. I mean, let's be honest. We feel funny when we're, you know, alone and we're doing the deed by ourselves in front of a computer screen, you don't necessarily feel good afterwards. Sometimes you feel really bad. Sometimes you feel like, okay, let's move on to the next activity. And so it's just always a little bit better when you have a real woman there. Don't you think? I hope so. I hope I don't have to convince you of that. Okay. But you know, it, it, it begs to be said. So why don't we get into it? Let's talk about the top seven dating app tips to get more dates. Number one, professional photos. It's a tip I talk about quite a bit. And it is, I know, still uncomfortable for many men to get professional photos. It's just uncomfortable in general to get photos taken of you. Sometimes. I'm used to it at this point. But for many guys, it can be kind of awkward or weird the process doesn't seem fun. And then all of a sudden, now you're doing it for online dating, which feels a little bit more weird and awkward. But I've never heard a woman ever say, 
that she's ever seen a guy whose photos were too professional. Maybe over-edited, but that doesn't mean professional. I mean, any photo can be over-edited. But it's never going to be a complaint. What's going to be a complaint is if it's a photo that's blurry, that's low definition, that gives you a bad angle for your face. Those ones look weird. They look bad. Women are swiping left. They're not matching with those kinds of photos. Now, you might think, well, Tripp, why can't I just go like in between? Maybe it's not like a blurry low-res photo, but why do I have to go professional? You don't have to go professional, but you have to take a good photo. So if you have a friend who can take a good photo of you and you know that it's a good photo, then great. But a lot of us can't tell. We're just kind of guessing where if you get a professional photo, it's going to be good. They know what they're doing. They know how to they know how to take photos of you that make you look your best. They're a professional. They know how to work the composition of the photo. They know how to edit the photo. They know how to use lighting. So I'm not saying you can't do it on your own. Maybe you have a good eye. But for a lot of you who don't have a good eye, you're going to want to do this. I remember back in the day I, when I did not get professional photos done, I used my own. I thought I knew what I was doing. And I was not getting any matches. It was brutal. It was brutal. And then finally, I ended up getting professional photos done. And it was night and day. I felt like I was almost using cheat codes at this point. I was like, wow, I can't believe how much of a difference that made. All because we know we're getting good photos. Now, I will admit, sometimes, because there's no guarantee in life, no matter what you do, that you might get photos that are not that great from a professional photographer. But that's a very rare situation. That's an exception. And just remember, you get what you pay for. If you're getting your friend to do it for free, that's what you're going to get. If you pay someone like 100 bucks, you're going to get $100 photos. If you start going to $500 photos or $1,000 or $2,000 photos, you're going to get better photos. So... It's up to you and how much you want to invest in this to get really good professional photos. You know, it's just about, it's about priority and the amount that you want to spend. If I were in your situation where it was a very high priority for me to get professional photos and to get, well, more specifically, get a dating life and get matches and, and, and be able to meet with more women then I would want to invest a lot into that. It's good to invest our time and resources into the places that we care about the most because we're just going to usually get better results. So think about this for a bit. Think about the idea of using professional photos. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it's interesting because when you hear a professional photo, you might think, Oh, like a LinkedIn photo, like a suit and tie in front of a light gray backdrop with that awkward smile. That's not what we mean here. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about a photo where you're putting on some nice clothes that look good. It could be a suit, maybe, or at least a suit with no tie, but it doesn't even have to be that fancy. Just clothes that make you look good, good style, and then... 
a photo that's probably going to be outside because that's got good lighting and it's more casual because we're not going to go with the stiff LinkedIn photo. That's not what we're trying to do. Although, if you do get professional photos for your dating profile, who's to say you can't use that for business, for headshots, for whatever you need outside of dating? You probably can. And this is, by the way, totally common now. There's lots of guys who are doing this. So you're not going to be sticking out like a sore thumb in a negative way where a woman's just not going to want to pick you because, whoa, these these are too professional. He's taking this seriously. And if there's any woman who does say that, honestly, dodged a bullet. Why would you ever want to be with a woman who looks at a photo and says, wow, this guy spent time on this. And then for that reason, they're not interested. Again, that's rarely going to happen. They're not thinking that. People don't think that consciously when they're swiping. Oh, that person's attractive. That person says some, said something funny in their profile. Okay, yes, match, swipe right, whatever. You know, you're doing the same thing usually. I remember when my brother two years ago broke up with his girlfriend and we had to get him on the dating apps. And he's been using his own selfie, hipster mirror picture, photos. You know, I just, I told him, I said, listen, can you just let me give you a little bit of advice for your dating profile? And he said, fine, I'll do everything you say. I said, great, let's do it. So he got professional photos done. He got a haircut, put on some good clothes. He had some good things to say in his profile. And he got so many more matches. He finally thanked me about two weeks in. He goes, wow, you were right. He gave me the you were right. And I gave him the I told you so. So don't let that happen to you. Professional photos, tip number one. Tip number two. This is a no specific order. I want you to be asking easier questions when you're messaging with a woman. Easier questions. So what does that mean? That means that she shouldn't think so hard about the question that you're asking her as the opener or any other message that you're sending. It should be easy questions. So one of my favorite ones is asking if they have any travel plans coming up. That's an easy question to answer because you do or you don't. Not how was your day? How was work? I mean, if you want to snag one from online or use ChatGPT, I'm sure that they have a lot of different ones. But if there's one that is that takes more than two seconds to answer, it's not fun anymore. Nobody likes to be sitting and thinking too hard when they're messaging one of however many guys, you know, oh, okay, I got to answer this question. What, what do I, what am I saying now? No one wants to think that hard. So think easy questions, this or that questions. Would you rather blank or blank? Would you rather sit on the beach and drink margaritas or Go hiking a mountain. I just made that one up right on the spot. 
So a little easy this or that questions. If you want, you can look at one of their photos and comment on one of their photos and ask something interesting that's easy, but that's not very efficient. I'd rather you just have one that's copy and paste that you can use that's easy to answer and maybe a little fun. It doesn't have to be funny, although I know that guys do well with that. You know, it's funny because I see some of that stuff where guys do very well with a dating app fun, funny question and you see it on a meme somewhere and we all have a good laugh. Those can garner responses, but if your profile sucks, if your bio and your pictures suck, all the clever, witty, funny, interesting lines that you say don't mean crap. So it all works together. You want to have a good bio and a good profile, good pictures, all that, plus an easy-to-answer question that could be just a little bit better than how was your day? Okay, so let's stay away from any of that. Or hi, or letting them do all the work. Remember, you're the dominant one. Remember my TED formula, tension, entertainment, and dominance. That's the formula for attraction. And D stands for dominance, which means leading. So you're leading them. You're asking the questions and you're leading them off the app, which brings me really nicely to the next tip. Get them off the app sooner. Stop going through multiple days of messaging back and forth. If they're messaging you back and forth for, you know, three to five messages, at that point, they should be interested or not. They'll know at that point. They've made their decision. And so it's time to get them off the app. Send them your number, tell them to text you, and they will. And guess which ones will do that? The ones that are very interested. We really want to be filtering for the women who have high level of interest, especially on the apps. We don't want to be on the apps wasting our time messaging back and forth when guess what? They're getting off the app with some other dude who finally asked them the number. Now I get it. There's some women who you're going to do this to and you're going to, they're going to say, oh, not so fast or I don't give my number out so fast. Honestly, that's a red flag. So is that the kind of woman you want to be with? Do you want to be with that kind of woman or the woman that's just so excited by your profile and and excited by your bio that she's just ready to meet up with you or at least ready to do a FaceTime with you or some sort of video call or even a phone call. I don't know about you, but I get a little wary about the women who are wary. These women who, I don't know, have had negative interactions. It's like, oh, was the negative negative interaction because of them? Was it because of the guy? Who really knows? Why deal with that kind of woman? Why not deal with the woman who's like super positive and yeah, sounds good. I'll text you. Okay, great. And then they text message you and then you set up a date and they're excited by it. And by the way, I've heard so many women say to me, they love it when a guy just wants to get off the app. Like finally, because they don't want to be, because there's a lot of guys also who waste their time. There's a lot of time wasters on dating apps because it feels good to text. We all know that. It feels nice and cozy to get that message back from the guy, from the girl. You're getting that attention. There's this 
tension being built. There's this flirtation happening. There's dopamine being hit because you're just messaging each other. So a lot of people would just go in the apps just to get that. Or they just don't know what they're doing. So get off the app sooner and stop wasting that time. Because let's be honest, you don't want to be doing that. You obviously want to be going on dates. I mean, I would imagine if if you do, this is the podcast for you. If you're just a guy that wants to message all day and do the messaging thing, this advice is not going to be for you. But I'm trying to help guys who want to really get dates and not just get dates, but get dates with women that are very highly interested in them. That's the kind of guy, a girl I want you to be with. Okay. And that's the kind of guy that I want to help. So think about that. Now we do also help guys over here at the trip advice coaching program. We do help you with exactly what questions and messages to send. We help you with your photos. We help you find a photographer. We help you with actually messaging these women because, you know, sometimes it's not going to be a simple message back and forth and and set up the date. They might ask a question where you're like, well, I'm not sure how to respond to that. You're going to have a one-on-one coach available to you that you can send them screenshots and then get help with actually responding to these women. So our coaches on staff will work with you one-on-one, not only to set up your dating profile so it gets more matches, but to get these women on dates with you. The, The crazy results that we've been able to get for guys I mean, I read text messages all the time that our clients send to our coaches being like, I have too many matches. I don't know what to do. And by the way, that's a, well, we call that a good problem. And then there is an answer to that too. Like, how do you juggle multiple women? How do you make this happen? So tripadvicecoaching.com, go there, fill out a very quick two-minute application Hop on a call with my team and we'll help you with everything online dating as well as approaching women in person. Let's go to number four. Don't swipe yes on everyone. Don't swipe yes on everyone. Because if you do, the algorithm is going to notice that. And I've heard, and we don't want to risk this, that it actually penalizes you if you swipe yes on everyone. I know that seems like the good thing to do because then you can just sift through who matched you. But by the way, you can also pay a little extra and just see the women that already liked you if you you really want to do that. If you go the cheaper route and just swipe yes on everybody, it could penalize you. You might end up in a place where They don't know the kind of women that you really want or who you say yes to. And it starts feeding you just a lot of random women. And they don't see you as a serious candidate. So, of course, I got to give you the disclaimer. We don't know 100% how the algorithms really work. But also, I don't see much benefit to doing that. Wouldn't it be way more exciting also if you were on an app and you took it seriously and you just swiped yes on the women that you actually would be wanting to go on a date with? And then anyone you ever get a match from, you can be excited about. It's like, oh, great. I know that this is not going to be some random woman that I just said yes to because I was flicking my wrist right for 10 minutes. 
So I want you to be very discerning and pick the ones that you're really interested in because it's not worth the risk of of this potential shadow banning situation. And I think the apps know what's going on and they're a lot smarter than you think. By the way, bonus tip here. I've said this before on the podcast. I'll say it again. Guys, don't cheap out. Pay for the apps. So this is this is a bonus one because I, I definitely have a full seven. Here's number eight. Pay for the apps. Spend the money. Do it. Why? Because it's going to help you with all the different resources that are available on the app. You know, when you're spending more money on the app, they favor you more. That's what they want. Give them what they want because if you give them what they want, they're going to give you what you want. You know, and then you can do all those boosts and you can see who likes you and and then you can swipe in new areas. Some websites they give you badges for it, you know, it just it's helpful. You get more people to swipe on. I think that you're limited to how many people you can swipe on some of the apps if you don't pay. That's not fun. Which brings me to the next tip is you want to be swiping for up to an hour every day. Remember, if it's a priority for you and you really want to get results here, you want to do a good hour every day. Sit down every day, five o'clock, six, seven, eight, nine, whenever, in the morning maybe. Give it a good hour swiping, messaging, And you might not be able to even hit the hour if you haven't paid for the app because you might be limited. We don't want limit. Limit's no good because in dating, whether online or in person, we're dealing with a numbers game and we need numbers. We need volume. That's the name of the game in 2023. And I don't see that changing, at least for a long time, maybe ever. Volume, volume, volume. Volume for reason number one, We want to be able to find who we want to be with, a great match, right? Someone who likes you back. And reason number two is, you know, unfortunately, we live at a time where a lot of people have a lot of options. So it's a lot harder to meet women these days because they have so many options. They become more selective. So we need to get that volume in. And a good way to do that is by paying on the apps, Swiping for an hour. Super important. And also, there's an efficiency to it. If you're swiping for an hour every day, let's say at the same time, well, then you're not going to be distracted. Okay, so sub tip here, turn your notifications off. You should be busy throughout the day doing the other activities that are important, which are your work, your friends, your hobbies, learning, reading, going on dates, approaching and talking to women. And so if you're getting distracted constantly by your phone going, ding, you have a match, you have a match, you have a match, you have a message, you have a message. It's exciting. I get it. I've been there. We like it. It feels good. Turn the notifications off. And you know what's going to happen too? It's kind of cool. Like, when you turn the notifications off and you get into a flow state doing other activities, you're going to forget about it. 
it's the times when the notifications hit is when you think about it. So maybe at first you're, oh man, I really want to see what's going on. You know, I want to see if that person responded, da, da, da. You'll forget about that soon enough because you'll be on to your, your next activity of whatever you're doing during the day, right? Your next action. And then you'll forget about it. It's only when the notifications pop up that really reminds you. So turn them off, all of them, every notification possible, turn off really on all your apps and everything. They should all all be off. Or go into uh, do not disturb mode, which I'm on pretty much all day. My friends hate me for it because they call me and it goes right to voicemail and then they get pissed off. But what can I do? I like to put my phone on do not disturb because it needs to be next to me because I have to check it for some things. And I get distracted. I'm human. So will you. We get distracted by these notifications that pop in. I'm looking at my phone right now. In fact, it shouldn't even be next to me. It should be across the room. But it's on do not disturb. So I know nothing that's happening. Okay, so that's what we're doing. We're swiping one hour every day. Quick Quick recap, professional photos, easier questions, get them off the app sooner. Don't swipe yes on everyone. Swipe one hour every day. Pay for the apps. Here's the next one. Don't fall in love or make too many exceptions. Okay. I know I'm, I know we're joking when I say fall in love, but you get what I'm saying. You know, don't fall in love with that one girl like, whoa, this girl. I like this girl. She's really pretty. She's going to be a good match. And then you get way over-invested. You hope that they respond. And then they respond and it's a really, <laughs> you know, those girls that like you really like and you're like, oh man, can't wait for them to respond. And then they do. And it's like a one word answer. And you're like, fuck, right? That's a bummer. Why? Because you got way too invested. Don't get invested in any of these women. You don't know them yet. They're an image and text. That's what they are. They are not real to you yet. Whether they message you or not. Because you start to fall in love with a few of these women and get over-invested, you're either going to A, get disappointed because not every woman's going to want to meet up with you, or B, you act differently. You act in a way that actually ends up turning them off. You start texting them a lot more. You decide, you know, even though Trip said I should get off the app sooner, this one's really pretty. So I'm going to message with her a lot, a lot, because I, I, I want to make sure she's comfortable and she likes me and I got to be super witty and I want to ask deep questions and da, da, da. And then all of a sudden you go to get her number. You've been texting her with her for a week on the app. And what do you know? She ghosts you. Hopes were up. She was never really that interested. She was responding because she was bored. All because you got over-invested. No go, my friend. Nothing is till it is. I want you to write that one down. That's a big one with dating, especially online dating. Nothing is till it is. Even if she text messages you, they could still fall off. You know, you don't know. You have no idea what's going to happen. So don't get involved. Don't get over-invested. You know, don't be falling in love too quick with these women you don't know. And I get it. Sometimes we tend to make exceptions for some of these women that we really like. And 
you'll find out for yourself. So you'll find out real quick. Once you start making the exceptions, it has a higher chance of falling apart. Okay, let's get to the seventh tip, or I'll, I guess we can say it's tip number nine. What can I say? I over-delivered today. We got, we got nine dating app tips for you. So the last one, your bio needs to have specificity. I love this tip because a lot of guys want to know, what do you say? What are you supposed to put in there? And it's not about, okay, you need to put this line in there or that line in there. It's more about you explaining who you are, giving a good idea of who you are, as well as what you're looking for. And you just do this with specifics. So what's an example of something that's specific versus something that's vague or broad? Well, if you put in your profile, let's say, I like going out to eat. I like going out to eat at restaurants. Well, that's not very specific, is it? And you know what? Pretty much everyone likes to go out and eat at restaurants. Everyone has some restaurant that they like. So if you really loved eating out at restaurants, which by the way, I do, it's not the most interesting thing in the world, but what if you put something really specific? So let's go more specific. You can say, I like going out to eat Japanese food. Okay, that's better. That's much better than I like going out to eat or going out to eat at restaurants. Could we get even more specific? What kind of Japanese food? I like to go out to eat and get ramen. Okay, great. Awesome. Maybe you have a favorite ramen spot. What's your favorite ramen spot? You know, my favorite place to go out to eat is, you know, so-and-so ramen place. That's very specific. Don't you think that's a little bit more eye-catching and a little bit more interesting than I like to go out to eat at restaurants? Or I like to go outdoors. I'm an outdoorsy person. What kind of outdoors? Do you like to go hiking, surfing, running, mountain climbing, biking. What of those do you like to do and where do you like to do it? Think about where and you where you can put specificity in the profile. You like to travel. Where do you like to travel to? What's your favorite destination? When is it your favorite place? Uh, what is your favorite place and when do you like to go there? Oh, I love to go to Mexico in the winter for a couple of weeks. Cabo is my favorite place. I'm making all this up on the spot. It just needs to be specific. So really, we're doing the the least common denominator. We're breaking it down to little chunks because that's going to really connect with someone. Can you imagine someone goes, oh, I, re- you know, I really love ramen too. So the girl that you match with really loves ramen also. She loves that place maybe. Or maybe she teases you because she doesn't like that place. She doesn't like ramen. How would she know and be able to do any of that or get to know who you are if everything is too broad and too vague? So if you put in your bio, and by the way, I know that a lot of people are on Hinge and you can do prompts. And so it's not a bio. That's fine. Then you'll be specific in those questions too. So the prompts that they ask you, you're going to answer specifically. And that's going to be the best. Also, careful with the hinge prompts. A lot of guys will just put a full paragraph in there. I don't think that's a good idea. You start listing a lot of stuff out. Most women are not reading that. They're just not. So you have to be putting something in the hinge prompt 
that's going to be a little bit shorter to the point, yet still specific. And then if you're able to do that, if you're able to successfully do that, then boom, you're good to go. Professional photos, easier questions when you're asking her them, getting off the app sooner. Don't swipe yes on everyone. Don't fall in love. Swipe an hour a day. Buy with specificity. Do all those things. My friend, you will be on your way to a much better dating app experience. And you know, if you need more help, if those tips still aren't working and you want to get faster results, can work with a coach over here at TripAdvice. We can help you. You know where to find the link. At the very least, this should get you on your way. Okay? Now, I want to ask, uh, ask, man, I'm just a jumble of words today. All right. If you want to get your questions answered, I've been answering questions at the end of my little rants here. And so I want to answer your questions when you email in and you have emailed in. You've emailed me, trip at tripadvice.com. I've been getting your questions here and I've been answering them. So I want to continue with that. So this one is from Anonymous. Here it is. Hey, Trip, saying hi from Vancouver. I'm 22 and in my last year of a degree program and have met some older women, at least 27 years old on campus, who are friendly and receptive to my personality. I'm an introvert, but we can have good brief conversations together. It's just that I feel quite awkward to ask them to meet up because of the age gap. Any thoughts? Well, what do they say, Anonymous? If you don't ask, you won't receive, right? So those who ask shall shall receive. But I get it. What feels awkward about it? Are you just nervous to get rejected? Or are you just nervous that if they decide to say yes, all of a sudden, you're going to be hanging out with some older women? Either way, let's answer the question. First of all, you got to remember that women backwards rationalize why they should be with someone if they feel an attraction. Attraction for women is emotional. It's not logical. It's emotional, not logical. So they might think to themselves, oh, I don't want to be with a younger guy. They might say that. They might think that but they're not going to base their decisions around that necessarily. Okay. And also that's not a massive age gap, but even so, even so, I remember when I was 24, I dated very briefly a 42 year old. Dated would be even an understatement, but it did happen. She was much older. So, why couldn't it be possible for you? Well, it can be. So just go for it. If they say no, then no. Also, they're receptive to your personality. So you're more than halfway there. Now, I know you said you're an introvert, but I think what you mean to say is shy. So don't feel awkward, man. Just go for it. Because the worst thing is sitting in your place, feeling introverted, feeling awkward, 
I mean, listen, you took the time to write this in on an email, so clearly you want to do it. So just do it. Make it happen. And then you're going to realize it's not that bad. Okay, you meet up with them. Maybe it's a little awkward, but awkward comes from within. Situations are only awkward if you make them awkward. So I want you to take more of these opportunities in these situations and make it happen to actually reduce awkwardness. Awkwardness happens when you're not comfortable and you're not comfortable in situations that are new. That's why we feel awkward. That's almost the definition of awkward, right? Things that just feel a little weird. You're not going to feel weird though when you've had experience in it. So anonymous, go for it. Those are my thoughts. And even if it's awkward in the beginning, over time, it will get, it won't be as bad. So when do you want to start that process? Now or later? When do you want to start getting comfortable with women? Now or later? Now. Let's go to Jorge. Hey, Trip. My name is Jorge. I'm 22. I took some of your advice of how to start a conversation with a girl. I work I work with her only on Sundays. So I started off with complimenting her style. She said I made her weak and that was sweet. He spelled weak by the way, W E E K. So like it made her weak like time-wise. He says later I saw her again sitting down, so I joined her and brought up her tattoos. She was laughing, which to me seemed like a shy laugh. At one point I asked what was her favorite movie? She kept nervously laughing and said, I don't know why I can't think of it right now. She ended up replying. Everything seemed like I had a shot. So before I left, I told her she was cool and if I can get her number. She said she had a boyfriend and that I'm a cutie. I said, it's all good. Then 15 minutes later, while I was clocking out, she kept trying to make small convos, which I replied nicely. Trip, can I have a tip? Did I rush? Did I send the wrong message? I'm new to this. So I get in my head too much which I'm trying to change. Jorge, P.S. Thanks for the tips on your other episodes. Okay, so we got a newbie here. Jorge, first of all, complimenting her style wasn't the end of the world. I just don't love that too much anymore. I'd rather you start a conversation without having to compliment her. I'd rather just get to know her. So instead, next time, let's chill on the compliments and let's still talk to her and have a conversation with her without trying to show too much interest. I think a better question would have been just starting with the tattoos. I think that was cool. Like, oh, that's a cool tattoo. Like, where'd you get that? Now, I know that sounds like that's a compliment, but it's more just talking about the tattoo, right? Oh, interesting tattoo. You know, what is that? What does that mean? So my tipper for you is, first of all, I mean, I'm hoping that you're not asking like what to do because she has a boyfriend. I think maybe you're, I hope you're asking like, you know, what to do better next time. You said, did I rush? Did I send the wrong message? No, I think you actually did it really well. I think honestly, all it takes is to go up and talk to a girl and chat with her and get to know her a little bit. And she should know that you're flirting with her. Of course, I don't like that. Uh, she, I think it sounds like you guys work together. 
Yeah, you work with her. You said, I work with only on Sundays. So so that's not good. Let's not hit on the girls at work. But if this was a girl who you weren't hitting on at work, you did okay. You chat a little bit, ask her a couple questions. I would have offered more information about you. Like if she said, I can't think of one right now, I would have said, well, you know what my favorite movie is? Guess, guess what it is. Can't guess? Okay, my favorite movie is blank. You want to be offering up more information. Guys, if you haven't listened in on the audios that I did, the infield audios, just look back at some of the recent episodes from this one and it will say something like infield audio or infield breakdown audio. Listen to those and you can hear a little bit more about what it's like to have a conversation with a girl, flirt with her, offer information instead of just asking questions. So that's going to be the move. Okay. That's really all I got. Otherwise, you asked for her number, dude. You went for it. Really cool. A lot of guys don't even get to that point. So give yourself a pat in the back. You're more than halfway there. Tighten up the conversation a little bit. Talk to women who are not at your work. Try to talk a little bit more about yourself and see what happens. Go ahead and write in if you want your question answered here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. I'll answer it. Just put in the subject line podcast questions so I know that it's for the podcast. And you know where to go if you need more help. Check out the show notes. Thanks for those who wrote in. And I hope today helped.